3: Live presented by Kaleida Health. All right, here we be on a Wednesday. Players back out on the practice field. We'll get you updates in just a second here on a Wednesday edition of One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And the bombshell news dropped about an hour ago when head coach Sean McDermott addressed the media. Von Miller is out for the season. After undergoing exploratory surgery down in his native Texas yesterday, it was discovered that his ACL ligament was in need of repair. We do not know the extent of the damage, but what we do know is he underwent surgery to repair that ACL and he is out for the season. He will not make a return in the regular season or the playoffs for the bills in 2022. So tough one to take. He had been on IR already placed on IR last Wednesday Uh, in advance of the Thursday night game against the Patriots. The hope was to have him back after a four-game absence at the tail end of the regular season, certainly for the playoffs. But all of that is out the window now. And, uh, Steve, I know this team fully expected to not have him for the next three games, but now knowing he's not coming back in any capacity on the field, that's like a gut punch.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, I still think while this is – I think – It's going to be interesting to see how this affects not just the whole team, but particularly the rest of those defensive linemen. Um, They have all stated how big an effect Vaughn has had on them thus far in the season, and I think it's a great opportunity for them to show it. Um, Believe me, Vaughn's probably going to be back here in Buffalo as soon as possible after the surgery's over. He'll be helping these guys try to win. Um, How he can affect them without being on the field it remains to be seen, and I think that's a big question: How good can these guys be without him? Uh, yeah. When, like we've always said about this OBJ thing on the free agency thing out there, good players make you better, and when you lose good players, you're you can't be as good, uh, unless something changes, and that change has to begin with the guys that Vaughn left behind on that D line. We'll yeah. see if that can happen.
3: Uh, let's turn now to some of the comments that were made by head coach Sean McDermott an hour ago as he broke this news
4: that Von Miller is out for the season. Okay, we'll go ahead and get started. Before I start, I just want to give you an update. Uh, Von uh, underwent surgery yesterday. It was an uh, exploratory type of surgery, and it turned out that he, uh, he got a uh, ACL uh, repair in there. So he'll be out for the year uh, as an update for you guys. Very unfortunate situation uh, for Vaughn, obviously, and our team. Uh, we care for him, obviously, like, like we would any player. Uh, we know how much this means uh, to him in terms of playing and, and being with the team. So we look forward to getting him back, uh, obviously, off the field for the rest of the season and, and his leadership, and we're certainly thinking about him as he recovers here. So uh, with that, I'll turn it over to you.
1: Kind of a punch in the gut is that song when you hear news like that.
4: Well, you know, listen. Uh, you care about every player, right? And and, uh, and and it affects you when guys go down. Uh, it's the business we're in. It's a it's a physical game, and and so um, and we care for everyone. Certainly, we care for Vaughn in this case, and and we'll miss him. Um, but as I said last week, when he was out, it's a time for it's a time and an opportunity for other guys to to uh, to step up. Uh, interacted with him after the surgery yesterday via text. It wasn't uh, uh, it wasn't in person uh, on the phone verbally, but uh, talked to him before the surgery uh, verbally, but not not since. Were you,
3: was the exploratory surgery just simply part of just
4: looking at it? Uh, was it scheduled? Or- yeah, it was scheduled. I'm not going to go into the details, John. With all due respect, uh, so I'll just leave it like I said it. Thanks. It was there, I,
0: I, I understand what you're saying, Sean, but just one follow-up to that. I assume he had an MRI after the initial injury or whatever. There was a question as to whether it was a meniscus or whatever. Was 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 that the the, the structure of the ACL, was that in question the whole time? Yeah, anything?
4: again, i just I'll, you know just keep it pretty general. Again, out of respect for Vaughn and his situation, it's just he went down there to Texas, uh, had an exploratory surgery. We weren't sure where it was going to go, and it went to that he needed his ACL uh, fixed. So. Yes. Do you see any further surgery or that the ACL the extent of what the damage was discovered? Nothing Yeah. I'm, I'm not going any further. So it, no, I know it's early, but what is the, the timetable for when he might come back next year Yeah, I'm not again not gonna so so I hope you guys respect where I'm coming from. Let's talk about uh you know, the team, the guys moving forward, the jets, I'll be happy to answer any of those questions. Uh, injury updates on the guys that are injured. Yeah, so who do you have in mind? Well, Dion, oh. yeah, he'll be out there a little bit today. He'll be limited today. Uh, who else? About the top my Kosenberry. 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 Similar, Kosenberry. yeah, Quez will be out there, limited. Um, I think Reggie's Reggie will not practice today. I think that's what Jordan Phillips will not practice, and then Milano is day-to-day.
3: Shoulders? That Shoulder it
1: and it's not practice. Not practice. Jose Milano yeah. is day to day.
4: Day yeah. to day. What does he have? Uh, he's got a, a a a leg knee type deal there. So what is the he's England also not practice. Correct. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: What did the New England game the performance of that defensive front, your defensive front without Bond, uh, say to you about you know what life is is going to be without him and what it can be?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, we've got guys that were, that were brought here for a reason. And, and like I said, I thought they did a good job in the game the other night. Um, and, um, you know, the work continues for all of us uh, and those guys as well. It's a great opportunity for them.
1: Sean, can you speak to, um, you know, off, from an offensive standpoint, going against a defense like the Jets that has such great lockdown corners, can you maybe speak to a little bit about the challenges that that brings? <coughs> Not all teams have two lockdown guys.
4: The Jets. Yeah, I mean they're they're a very talented defense. Um, you know everything goes through their front. Um, they've got a lot of you know uh, talented players up front, and they roll them uh, rather uh, quickly with their rotation. And and uh, you know their back seven is you know when you look at their linebackers are experienced players, and uh, Mobley does a good job inside in terms of running the defense and the operation. And then um, you know the corners. The corners are talented, um, and they've done a good job of building that. All right, that's
3: head coach Sean McDermott, some of his initial comments today, most notably, of course, announcing that Von Miller is out for the year after exploratory surgery revealed that his ACL was in need of repair. He never said that his ACL was torn, but it's clear there was enough damage that surgery was required to repair it. Now, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport is reporting that it is in fact it was in fact torn, uh, and discovered to be torn. That's from Ian Rappaport. But Coach McDermott said today it was just in need of repair. So there's a little bit of a disconnect as to exactly how much damage there was, and we probably won't get the specifics for some
0: time. Um, the specifics are probably going to come out in the, the amount of time it takes him to recover. If you have to yeah. go in and fully replace the ACL, is different than the partial tear. Right. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how that that will be the litmus test. It'll be next spring, next summer, next preseason.
3: Yeah. Originally, it was diagnosed as a lateral meniscus injury, which arthroscopically can be repaired. You can just snip it in certain cases, and then you can be back in four weeks or so, which, once he went on IR, was presumed to be the allotted time. Now, according to Ian Rappaport, he said the MRIs and other images did not adequately show a torn ACL. So the original plan for surgery was to reposition the lateral meniscus that had moved into another channel while also cleaning up cartilage damage. In essence, a scope, um, which usually takes two to four weeks to recover from. So the IR timetable lined up with that. And I think that's why they put him on IR in the first place, because he was probably going to have a scope done. But, unfortunately, going in there, they find the ACL damage. He has to have surgery on that, and now his season is over. So, costly loss for sure, but Coach McDermott immediately switched gears before the press conference was even over. Next man up mentality, and it has been that way all season long for the Bills, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, Steve. Um, Josh Reed, who's kind of come in here and filled in for us every once in a while from Channel 4, Uh, pointed this out so i'll give credit where it's due but this is going to be the 12th different defensive lineup this week in 12 games that the bills have fielded
0: this season because of all the injuries you think about it too it's a defense that rarely changes personnel once the game starts i mean aside from rotating defensive linemen yeah exactly um they do the same thing week in, week out. The secondary lines up when they line up, in the, and certainly sometimes we've seen them rotate the, the corners in, uh, particularly lately with uh, Tradavius White being in and out of the lineup. But, yeah, to be as good as defensively as they have been with the lack of continuity they've gotten from the 11 starters, whoever that may be week to week, is is pretty amazing. And you got to give Leslie Frazier some credit for that. Uh, and Brandon Bean and the roster, and you know the guys who built the roster. So um, their depth is going to be tested once again. You know the the moves they've made this week: CJ Brewer being signed onto the roster. You know all this stuff's going on. It kind of when the writing was on the wall. But and it doesn't get any better because now you got Jordan Phillips and Matt Milano not practicing um, today. Right? Today. So, it, you know, Milano wasn't in the lineup the last time the Jets played the Bills. Neither was Jordan Poyer. Neither was Tredavious and neither was White. Tredavious White. Um, it looks like there's a chance that Well,
3: the, they'll have two of them back.
0: The, the three of them, all three of them, may not be. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with with Milano yeah. and uh, Milano and and Phillips yet. So, yeah, it's been it's been one of those years for Bills for the Bills, and you got to think maybe and I, and I'll say in particular week two when. Right after week one in L.A., well, Ed Oliver goes down week, in week one. Week, yeah, w- yes, and week two you against lose Tennessee, Phillips. everybody goes down. Yeah, and you go into week three into the heat of Miami with a half a roster left. Yep, and you know you get beat. It costs you a game. So it's uh, it's been something that's been going on since the first month of the season, and it hasn't let up yet. And it continues to, you know, position groups continue to trade injuries. Right. So just to give you the full
3: status on practice and Bill's practice updates presented by LECOM, Lake Erie College of Osteopathic Medicine. So as Steve mentioned, Jordan Phillips with a shoulder injury, Matt Milano with a leg slash knee injury, not practicing today. Neither is Reggie Gilliam. He's also not participating in practice. Deion Dawkins and David Questenberry are practicing on a limited basis, both of them dealing with ankle injuries. Dawkins missed the last game. Questenberry, who was filling in for him, suffered an ankle injury early in that game, gutted his way through it, and got through the game. Both of those guys limited today. I was watching them out there. They looked pretty good, moving around all right. So that's at least a positive sign on the offensive side of the ball. So where it goes from here, we're just going to have to see how the players get through the week. The The Milano injury is particularly interesting because he played 100% of the snaps. He finished the game last week. And we're now going to be, by the time we play on Sunday, going to be 10 days removed from that game. So where this cropped up, I don't know, because uh, this and is the first day of practice. He's been labeled
0: day-to-day, day, not week-to-week, to week too. Correct. So, it's, so it's it's there's a chance for him to get they're back. They're giving him, as we've seen them do, They play it cautious, so giving him an extra day off or two days off, maybe get all the way till he may get all the way till game day off. Um, But I would say he's probably the most likely to play, um, given the way they're handling his injury and the way they labeled it. Yeah. The other thing
3: that's been pretty cool is, you know, we've seen players working on the side that have been on the injured list for some time, so, you know, hopefully players – can get back late in the year as well. I know that Coach McDermott hasn't ruled out a possible return at the end of the season for Jamison Crowder, um, you know, who had the ankle injury that landed him on IR. The other roster move that happened late yesterday: Marquez Stevenson was activated off IR and then released. Uh, the reports are, and the hope is that he will return to the practice squad. You would have to clear waivers to do that, and I think that won't happen until 4 o'clock today. Yeah, if, so assuming that takes place, I would anticipate they would try to put him back on their practice squad.
0: Yeah, unless the Giants pick him up.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get the sense they or, would do that.
0: Yeah, but <clears throat> some, there's some teams out there that are starved for guys, and a guy like Marquez Stevenson who's played in the league and who has been a little bit injury-prone, who's now getting back healthy, it would not surprise me if he gets picked up by somebody. If right. they do pick him up, he's got to go right on their 53. Correct. So for his sake, he's hoping it kind of happens, but you can I mean, this time of year, look at all the teams that are starving for, for healthy, good players, uh, and the Giants still still have a puncher's chance of getting in. I mean they're, they're not the sixth seed right now. They've got to keep winning games.
3: Well, they haven't been winning games of late. They've exactly. lost, what is it, three in a row? Two exactly. In a row?
0: And there's a guy who, like a guy like Marquez Stevenson, who might be in a position where they could plug and play him, just like they did with Isaiah Hodgins over there.
3: I guess. I suppose it's possible. I'm not, I just don't anticipate it. Um, I don't know why. I just don't see it happening. It's a. I think it's a long. He's got shot as less well. of a resume than
0: even Hodgins has. I right. Mean, he played I, a couple of games last. Year. I don't. I don't see it as being like that either. But there's still it's never a possibility. Know. Yeah. You never know.
3: Um, and then the Odell Beckham situation. You know Dallas is saying one thing. Head coach Sean McDermott was on the Rich Eisen show yesterday, and he confirmed that Beckham did not work out for them. Uh. He has not conducted a workout on the field in any capacity for either the any of the three teams that he visited over the past four or five days. And Coach McDermott, when asked about that, said, no, we didn't work him out. That's just not where we are right now with this. And so then Rich Eisen followed up and said, well, you know, how do you know in terms of what you want? And he said, well, we just trust our medical staff in terms of the condition of Odell Beckham Jr.'s knee and where it's at. And so the reports now are that Odell Beckham Jr. is headed home to his house in Arizona. He's going to mull things over and then decide where he wants to go and who you know, he wants to talk turkey with about a contract and playing. So right. we'll just sit and wait for that. Uh, the Bills also elevated defensive tackle C.J. Brewer from the practice squad to the active roster using the spot created by the release of Marquez Stevenson. Uh, Who was taken off of IR, put on the active roster, then released. And so now Brewer is on the active roster, and replacing him on the practice squad is defensive tackle Cortez Broughton. So those are all of the roster transactions that have taken place the last two days. So you're up to speed there. And, you know, then as we kind of get into this matchup, Steve, you know, it's one that I think, I know I was hoping that. The Bills will be bringing a healthier defense into the equation.
0: That is up in the air right now, at least well, to
3: some degree.
0: Um, they didn't have Vaughn last week and they're not in, well, so now here's the problem. Well, I mean from the first meetup with the Jets. Right. I was hoping for a healthier defense. Right. The problem is now your healthy defense doesn't include does not when you say your defense is healthy now, you can't include Micah Hyde or or Vaughn Miller, either the two of them. So now right away you're not the same defense uh, even when you're healthy. So you need all hands on deck. Certainly Tredavious White helps them in this regard. He's going to get some more snaps this week. He would anticipate, uh, Milano is a question mark, but Jordan Phillips, I think is a big factor in this game. They need him and he's not practicing. He was injured. I think he was, I, we don't know. I don't know what his injury is. We're not really being told, but, um, they need him. They they miss that guy when he's in there because he's a big body with a high motor and he soaks up blockers. And Tremaine Edmonds has had one of his best years ever with him, Tim Settle, Ed Oliver, and Daquan Jones in there doing their thing. So you take that, take Phillips away, and it's going to hamstring Edmonds' and Milano's ability to be effective. So it's a ripple effect. So I'm uh, – now at this deep point of the season, Brownie, you say the Bills' defense may be a little healthier. It's – yeah, so...
3: Well, I, was, I said you know I what was mean? hoping it would be healthier. didn't say it was.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it, it will be, theoretically, with Tredavious and Milano on the field, as if, if Milano can make it, which there's no reason to think he won't at this point. But Phillips being out and Von Miller being out, that changes things. Yeah. That changes things.
3: It's unfortunate. Um, Got to go with the hand you're dealt and... You know, Coach McDermott doesn't make any bones about it. Just basically says we have to have the next man up philosophy because you don't have any other choice. You got to go. Yeah, you, you got to go any... with the guys you got.
0: Yeah, nobody's feeling
3: sorry for you. At least of all. No, everybody's you... going through it. I mean, the Chargers right. lost their best pass rusher, Joey Bosa, for the year. Um, there's another team that lost their top pass rusher for the season. I can't remember who it was, but there've been a lot of big names that have right. gone down this season from a host of different teams. So yeah, no nobody's. Nobody's feeling sorry for the Bills and much the same way that a lot of teams aren't feeling sorry for other teams, whether it's the Chargers or I mean the the Niners were all beat up about a month ago. They're starting to get healthier now. So yeah, it, it runs through the league. It just it's just a fact of the game.
0: Yeah, well the, the one of the things the reasons the Bills are the favorite or were the favorite and still are, I guess, is the fact that they're deep. Um their roster has quality players behind these guys, and, and we'll see if that, uh, if that holds up, although it's been tested throughout the year and the Bills are still the number 1 seed, so it's been true so far. We'll see if it continues.
3: Topic of discussion for today, what role player will make the biggest impact against the Jets on Sunday and why? Going to need some more from some role players with some of the high marquee names out of the lineup. Uh, so who in your mind, what role player, We'll make the biggest impact against the Jets on Sunday. You can tell us why as well at 803 eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. The numbers to get on board, open line for you there. You can hit us up on the tweet sheet at One Bills Live. We'll go around the NFL briefly, presented by Kaleida Health, the official health care system of the Buffalo Bills. And we saw that Baker Mayfield was claimed off waivers by the LA Rams. That might have some people scratching their heads, but Matthew Stafford is essentially out for the season and not going to return. He was placed on injured reserve, and they don't believe he's going to make it back. They had John Wolford as their backup. He was coming back from a neck injury, played last week, but is limited in practice this week. They have Bryce Perkins, their third stringer, and so they bring Baker Mayfield into the fold. Now, this team's playing on Thursday, Steve, so I think it's out of the question that Mayfield would – even suit up in a backup capacity for the Rams on Thursday, but it's clear that they feel they need a body, so they pick him up for a million three the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. Okay. If he's going to be their backup, that's about right. That's commensurate with what they're going to invest in him. Plus, they get a chance to look at him over the off season to see if they can salvage whatever's left of his career. Uh, Sean McVay has been one of those guys who has had that reputation of getting the most out of his guys. He went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Most people thought that was the the greatest thing since Vince Lombardi. Uh, So we'll see what he can do with Baker Mayfield. Uh, You remember McVay is the guy who was responsible for – a rash of head coach hirings around the NFL. Anybody who knew Sean McVay or was a, tootle, a student of his or a co-worker of his was hired as a head coach. Uh, he's got a reputation for being a quarterback whisperer and getting the most out of these guys. Uh, we'll see if he can do it with Baker Mayfield. And, and quite frankly, if he can, wow. Because there's a lot of people out there that will tell you Baker Mayfield can't play. It's crazy.
3: Top pick in the draft in 2018. Washed out in Cleveland after they chose to go with Deshaun Watson. And it might have gone that way anyway, whether Watson was part of the equation or not. Goes to Carolina. Starts some games. Doesn't really work out there for him. The head coach gets fired. And he asks for his release. The Carolina Panthers grant it. And now he's on his third team in his fifth NFL season. So, it's pretty wild. We'll see. Pretty wild Journey. And we're
0: not going to know how it's going to go in LA until next year and then through the offseason if he's even goes, yeah, if, if he's even there if he's even there but um you know he's he's making a ton of money not playing that's for sure Other um, news out of California concerning the NFL it
3: looks like after initial diagnoses suggested that Niners quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo was done for the season after the foot injury he suffered against the Dolphins last Sunday now it looks like he might be okay for the playoffs because his foot will not need surgery. Initially, it was diagnosed that his foot was going to be in need of a surgical procedure that would take him out of the equation for the rest of the season and the postseason. But now they're saying, oh, no, it's just a broken foot. And, you know, once that thing heals up, he could be good for the playoffs. So we'll have to see. I mean, we've got five weeks left in the season. We're not going to pretend to know how severe the break is, but. You know, you wonder why the 49ers didn't make a play for Baker Mayfield, as many suspected they might. That might be There's the your an- There's yeah. your answer. Yeah. They probably have a prognosis on how long it's going to take for Garoppolo's foot to heal, and if they feel they've got even a remote chance of having him back for the postseason, they're probably going in that direction right. rather than starting from scratch with Mayfield. Makes a lot of sense. Not they- that Brock Purdy looked all that bad last week either. We'll
0: see what he does in the coming weeks. People are high on Brock Purdy. All of a sudden, yeah, not not that you know let's 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 give it like you know four more quarters at least before we decide yeah. on Brock. Well, Curtis they played thing. three and a half quarters. He's right.
3: got uh, one third the passing touchdowns of uh, Russell Wilson, who's played all season. <clears throat> stop,
0: <laughs> stop. This isn't about Russ Wilson. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It could be. I wouldn't have been something that Denver put a claim in on Baker Mayfield, but I. I don't want to change the subject. We can get into the Russ Wilson saga again. We had the the discussion about his salary cap hit uh, the other day, and that's been picked up by you know, start seeing people explore that. They're right. You can't. They can't get out of that contract. Uh, they're stuck with him. Um. Uh, but man, oh man, yeah. The Baker Mayfield to L.A. is is an interesting call because they've got space there because Matt Stafford seems to be. And I don't want to say compl- finished. Certainly for this year, and they need a guy. They're not going to the playoffs. They've already lost nine games, so you know they're not. They're number fifteen in a sixteen-team conference at three and seven. They're not going anywhere. Three and nine. They're three and yeah, three and nine, and so they're not going anywhere. No. So this Baker Mayfield thing is a sideshow even for them. Yeah, it's
3: like a dress rehearsal. Yeah. That's Around the NFL presented by Collider Health, the official health care system of the Buffalo Bills. We have to take a break here because when we return, we're going to be joined by the guy calling the game on NFL on CBS. Jim Nance going to join us next as we talk Bills Jets with him, his upcoming assignment this weekend. Coming up next here on One Bills Live presented by Collider Health, it's Buffalo Bills Radio.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,